chestnuts roasting on an open fire. You guys, that is my neighbor, Kyle Woodleaf. He has the most beautiful voice. And this is Stacy Julian with episode 48 of Exactly Enough Time. You might think from its title, this is a podcast about productivity. And while I love to rock a day and get stuff done, exactly enough time is much more about being present. It's about recognizing the time you have and making the most of it. It's about owning what you love. I love Christmas and inviting more of whatever that is into your life. In this podcast, I tell stories and I invite you to celebrate people, places, and things that make you and your life amazing. Hello and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas week. We get to keep celebrating, don't we? All the way through till next year. I have some of the best neighbors. Okay, I have a neighbor named Stephanie who invites us for the last three or four years now to something she calls Musical Fantastical. And it is, at first it was held in her home and then it was held in a church and another church and we we were able to attend last Monday night and she just gets people together who are talented, especially with music. So there's, there is um, Trevor who plays the, the cello and Selena who plays the piano and her daughter Presley who sings beautifully and she invited our other neighbor this year, Kyle. And Kyle sang the Christmas song and when I heard him, I was like, oh my goodness, I had heard Kyle sing before but not for a while and I decided that I need to hear Kyle sing way more often. So I literally invited myself to his house and I said, Kyle, can I please record for my podcast listeners your beautiful buttery voice? So I just want to play you a little bit more of Kyle. Here you go. Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir and folks Dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows A turkey and some mistletoe Help to make the season bright Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow will find it hard to sleep tonight they know that okay so kyle's mom is my really good friend sue and sue was the accompanist on the piano so i just want to say thank you to all of my awesome neighbors especially to kyle and sue for bringing you a little of that awesome Christmas song. You can continue to listen in the background. So 
Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas week. I hope everything is going well in your corner of the world. I thought that for today, I'm guessing that a lot of people are pretty busy this week and weekend, but I thought I'm still going to produce a podcast. And when you get around to listening to it, I'm going to share with you, with the help of my family, those that are with me this Christmas, um, I am going to share with you some of our favorite memories and stories, traditions. I've invited each person that's here with me to um yeah to just share whatever they feel like sharing so we're gonna kick it off right now with my husband jeff what i remember about christmas actually is christmas eve Uh, we would always have friends over my parents always invited and we'd love to uh open one gift i always thought that was really awesome you know you'd you'd get to choose one and then we spent some time standing around the piano singing Christmas carols. Now, people we invited often were a little off-put by that. You know, the first hymn or two, they'd kind of look a little sheepish. and But by the third or fourth, they were the, joining in. Everybody's and, uh, singing. Everybody's singing, <laughs> singing at the top of their lungs. And, you know, it, uh, it turns out to be a really nice, nice memory. That's awesome. I remember doing that. When I met your family the first time that we were together, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I stood around the piano. And I'm not a great singer, and they let me join in, so... Didn't really matter. Didn't matter. <laughs> Volume was more important than uh, yep. about anything. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Thanks, Cindy. So I also have fun memories of, I should say fun and fond, memories of Christmas Eve. We would always drive to my grandmother Hall's house in Carnation, Washington, and there would be a variety of aunts and uncles and cousins there, kind of depending on who was in town or who was living close at the time, and grandma would give all of the grandchildren $10. And um, and it would be either tied to the Christmas tree or tucked into some little gift that was the same. I don't know, but it just was... It just felt magical and fun. And on the way home, my dad is full of magic. So on the way home, he would whistle Christmas songs and we would have to guess them. So kind of name that Christmas tune. And he would stop and say, wait, wait, I think I see something up in the sky. Is that, wait, do anybody else see a red flashing light? You know, as if it were Rudolph's nose. So in short, I believed in Christmas magic probably far too late in life. (laughs) I still believe in Christmas magic because... My parents taught me how to create that magic and I'm very grateful, but it's very easy to believe when you wake up Christmas morning and uh, there are big boot prints in front of the fireplace and there are reindeer droppings in the driveway, real reindeer droppings, mind you. So lots of fun Christmas memories. Okay, this is my son Chase back on the podcast. Hey guys. Christmas memory or Christmas tradition or story? Um, A little bit of all combined. Okay. Uh, so for those of you who know, I am a huge Star Wars nerd, um, and every year our family does a Christmas Eve pajama tradition where our mom goes and gets us um, pajamas. Um, and this one year while I was in school at Rexburg, Idaho, um, Brigham Young University, I had texted my mom as a joke a picture of these um, Darth Vader onesie pajamas um also i kind of thought she would never go for it so i texted her i was like hey we should get these for my christmas pajamas and she responded with a lot of laughing and said no way that's possible um, <laughs> so i kind of went on a little bit bombed a little hurt but also i was like hey it was a joke so it wasn't that big of a deal 
Um, and then fast forward to Christmas Eve when we were opening our, our presents, our PJ presents. I ripped open the paper and I saw the word Star Wars and I started laughing because I was like, there's no way she would have done this. <laughs> but sure enough, there it was as I opened it up. was a full-on adult-sized right. Darth Vader onesie. That's so, right. That's my Christmas memory. <laughs> I love it. What's your favorite tradition? Um, pajamas. Pajamas? Opening pajamas on Christmas Eve? They're pretty fun. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, Chase. I love you. Love you, Mom. Bye. Hey, Taft. Hello. It's your turn. What do you want to What do you want to share about Christmas? Oh, um, I think I'll share one of my favorite traditions that our family does is the guessing the candy jar at the front door. Yeah. And so every year, as long as I can remember, at least we've had a we've had a jar full of candy at the front door, and everyone that comes over gets to guess how many candy is how much candy is in the jar. Yeah, and do we know the answer ahead of time? We do not. That's the best part. Because people can bribe us and just try and, <laughs> try and you know, they, they can like, do whatever they want. Yeah, yeah. Is it lower? They'll try. Is my guess a good guess? And we're like, we don't and know. We're like, we dumped, we dumped bags of candy into a jar. We have no idea how much <laughs> is in there. And yeah, um, I, I guess I just like it because then the day after Christmas, we all get, we get to take the jar, we get to open it up, and we all just start putting it in, into stacks of ten. And, and it goes we, really we ca- fast. We count it really fast, and we just <laughs> and we count it all up, and then we get to take a jar over to someone, and so it's like, you know, Christmas is over, everyone's already opened the gifts, and then you get to go, and you get to deliver like one of the best gifts <laughs> yet because they, you know, it's like a bonus gift, and it means they it means they're good at guessing. It makes them feel really good. So well, it I is. think I've never won because that's <laughs> against the rules. But <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, but but sometimes we guess to see if we get close. Have you ever gotten close? I've I've uh yeah. Yeah. I, I'm on three times. Three times I would have won. Oh seriously? I'm. You, see, it's a, it's I, our tradition. I've gotten very good at guessing candy. That is jars. true. That is true. Even though we we do change the shape of the jar, like we get yeah. a different jar. Oh, it's a different shape, and it's different sizes of candy every year. Yeah. But I. Well, yeah, so only three out of like ten that yeah. have done it. So. And one thing I noticed, I think, is so interesting. There are there are kind of two groups of people. Well, three groups, I guess, because there's the mm-hmm. group who guesses just very, very low. Yeah. They'll, they'll look at a jar of candy and say there, there's probably 45 pieces in and there. And like, 45. And, and you don't want to laugh. You just want to be like, oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's like, a legitimate can, guess. You can't be like, I, I can hold 45 pieces of candy <laughs> in my hands. Like, there's a jar of candy. Right, and then there's the group of people that they're in the range for sure. And then mm-hmm. there's just usually maybe four or five that and are like, like, oh, maybe 920? Yeah. And I'm is like, there, nice. Do you think 620 is a good guess? <laughs> 600, 545? So it is, it is a, a tradition it. that's helped us see that, that not everyone has an equivalent, um, what, do you, what do you say, number sense? Not everyone right. has number sense. Yeah. And that's okay. Mm. We all have stuff we're good at. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah. You're the best, babe. Thanks. Okay, now I've got my adorable daughter-in-law, Lauren, with me. Hi, Lauren. Hi. This is so fun. <laughs> I know Lauren walks in the room, and I think she's a little shocked at my <laughs> not very fancy setup. Oh, this is so fun. This is awesome. We're in a bedroom. Uh, I know. Just a bedroom. A bedroom with, with a microphone. And it's quiet. And that's it's the quiet. thing. The important thing is it's quiet. I know. So we're going to awesome. call it the sound studio. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fancy. So I love that Lauren's willing to do this with me. Lauren, what's, what's a favorite Christmas memory? 
Okay, so this is so silly. This is kind of a silly one. It's good. Silly is good. Okay. <laughs> so this is only like, I want to say maybe like four, four years ago. Okay. So at my house, we have, so our TV is in the family room, right? Yeah. And we have like literally like six remotes that go to the TV. Yeah. Like one goes to volume, one goes to like the DVD player. Yeah. I don't know. We just have like six. There's like so many. No one knows like when to grab one remote. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's a mess. <laughs> yes. So, um, I decided to get my dad for Christmas like a universal remote so oh. that you can like program it. Sure. To get all the remotes into like one remote. Yeah. Super smart. <laughs> Best, yeah, best dad gift. <laughs> I know, that's what I thought. So I go to Best Buy and I get like a pretty nice, it was a pretty nice remote, you know? Yeah. And I was like working, you know, and so I was like, okay, I'm going to buy him a good remote. Yeah. <laughs> so I buy it and I wrap it up. He opens it up on Christmas Day. And I think in my mind, like I kind of built this up, like, okay, he's going to open it. And he's going to, like, read it all, like, right then and there and, like, program it right away, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so he opens it and, like, he's ex- like he's excited, you know? But he's, like, it's not like he did it right away. And right. I guess I was expecting him to be more excited than he yeah. was. Like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Is that a universal remote? Yeah. I thought he'd be way more excited. <laughs> okay. So, oh, my gosh. And so um, he puts it aside, you know, with all the other gifts. And then the next day, I don't know why, like, till this day, it didn't even phase me at all to even do this. Okay. But I just took the room. I was like, I'm just going to return it without <gasps> telling anyone. Oh. So I just returned the remote. Because you thought he didn't like yeah, it? Yeah, I was like, oh. oh, he doesn't really care about it, maybe. And, like, oh. he probably won't notice that it's gone because it's just, like, you have to, you kind of have to program it yourself. Sure. So it it kind of takes some time. I'm like... Yeah. He probably doesn't care that it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so I just like, I just take it back to the store. I return it. I don't even tell him or anyone that I took it back. <laughs> so like the next day, I think the next day, maybe a couple days later, I'm back at school in Provo. Okay. And he calls me. He's like, hey, Lauren, where's that remote? I'm like looking all over for it. I don't know like what happened to it. Like so concerned. Like. I don't, mom said she didn't put it away, like, it's not in the trash, like, what, (laughs) and I'm like, oh, dad, like, I ended up just taking it back and returning it, I'm so sorry, (laughs) and I don't, I don't really know his, I don't know what he said in response, you know, he's like, oh, I don't know, he, he was bummed, you know, he was like, what, what in the world? You gave me a gift and And you you returned returned it. it. And so I guess I haven't really thought much about it, but literally every year since then he brings up the remote <laughs> every single year. And we were just at Thanksgiving with Clark, and yeah. he was telling Clark was telling me that he was talking about the remote. Have you I, gotten him a new remote? No. Oh. And so that's the thing, Stacey, okay. is that I'm thinking I need to get him another remote, which is like, yeah. What I should have gone this year? Maybe I is it too late? Maybe it's Amazon not. today. It could come the day after, which is the day you returned it. Maybe that's true. It could be a the celebration uh, of the anniversary of anniversary. the time you returned the gift that's that you gave your dad. Okay, that's a good idea because I'm like I should get him oh, a remote. That's but hilarious. his birthday's in April, so maybe I'll get him a remote. But anyway, it's just super funny. It's just one of those fun. One of those things that he always brings up 
every year without fail. And it's so interesting because those are the stories that we tell over and over again, right? And we never know. And we like laugh like, about yeah. it so much now, but I'm just like, it's Aww. weird how it didn't even phase me. <laughs> like I didn't even like think twice about it. I'm like, whatever. He doesn't like. Then I'm like, oh, that's so, so sad. if you're listening and wondering if the person that you gave the gift to likes your gift, you could return it. You no, could tell them, it. and then you'll find out later if they actually notice that it's gone yeah. missing. <laughs> Gosh, gift it's giving, horrible. Gift giving four one one. That's horrible, Lauren. Oh I know. Oh so that's gosh, just a funny hilarious. Christmas memory that I is, had. That is a hilarious. That'll memory. go down to history probably for. I love it for my dad. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a free Santa laugh that I downloaded at soundbible.com, but it sounds a ton like my husband's Santa laugh. Cracks me up. So guess why I'm sharing these snippets of memory and tradition and celebration with you? Hmm? Why am I? Because I want you to see how easy it is to ask your family members or friends or anyone to share exactly that. This is how easy it is to gather stories Ask someone to just think about a certain something, in this case Christmas, and then come and talk to you. Everyone can do it. And it's so great. It's so important and it's so valuable. Next up, I've got my son Clark. First time on the podcast. Hi, Clark. Hi. <laughs> talk to me about Christmas. Am I doing this right? Yeah. The mic? Yeah. Right here? You sound good. Really? Some professional. You can hear me in your Maybe you ears. should take over. Yeah, <laughs> totally. You're a natural. Oh, man. Well, um, you know, I've been thinking, trying to think of my Christmas memories over the past couple days that you asked us to do, you know, to do this. And I feel like I couldn't think of one specific memory, but uh, the one, you know, it just kept coming to my mind is... Um, just the anticipation of Christmas morning and being a, you know, a little kid, I was the oldest brother mm-hmm. and, you know, we would, uh, be at the, at our old house in this house, we, it was kind of, the Christmas tree was down in the living room and we kind of had that balcony. And so, mm-hmm. and all the brother, all the boys rooms are always, um, you know, we'd always sleep next to each other. All the rooms are close. And so they would have to come to me, you know, being the oldest. And, and then I would go to mom and dad's room and ask them if we could you know, all go, go to Christmas and you know and that those would be pretty early mornings it'd be like you know two or three in the morning right. I'd go down to mom and dad's you know I feel like I knock the door and they'd be like one more hour and we come back at 4 and we knock and I'm like nope one more hour uh, didn't you guys watch a movie or something didn't you have a traditional movie you watched or was that just one year um, I don't know I feel like I'm Maybe I'm sure. making that up. Okay. Yeah, we love all the uh, Christmas Eve traditions, like like the tray, you know, reading Luke two and yeah. the night before Christmas, and yeah. But we would one thing that um, Taff brought up um, the other day that I kind of had forgot, but and I don't know if it is specific to Christmas, but we would do this uh, particularly on Christmas because we were, you know we were up in the middle of the night You're just trying to kill waiting, time. killing hours, <laughs> you know. Uh, but I would make up stories using the four four boys, Clark, Chase, Trey, and Taft. And I would go through the alphabet and I would pick a letter, um, you know, and change all our names. So it would be Dark, Dace, Day, and Daft. 
or Fark, Face, Faye, and Faft, or Zark, Zace, Zay, and Zaf. And it was always the adventure of the four boys. Oh, that's hilarious. And usually we were superheroes, and, um, you know, there was, they would just make up random. You're fighting the bad guys. Random stories, fighting the bad guys, and, you know, Zace. You'd work together. Yeah, we'd work together, and conquer certain things and a lot of funny chase said it. he said you always made me you know my superpower was farting and you know then you started calling me me beans i don't really remember that but that's hilarious yeah it was so i guess those are my favorite memories of christmas as i look back um or just being together you know with my brothers and um you know mom would have us line up on the stairs every christmas and take a picture mm-hmm. and um, I honestly don't remember anything that I ever got. Um, Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is crazy. Because as a kid growing up, you think that's you know so important. And um, actually, I think I think I got a CD player once a year. I did like that, <laughs> or a skateboard. Or, you know. Yeah. I mean, there there are some things, but um, yeah. But it's just fun um, to come around the Christmas tree. It's just such a fun morning. You know, everyone is, um, you can be be together, and you're surprising each other with gifts and. You know, we'd always have to, after we give her brother a, a gift, you know, go hug. We'd have yep. to go hug each other. That's right. And, uh, yeah. So. That's awesome. In our weird looking pajamas. <laughs> we won't Mom talk about that. Us, so. We won't talk about that. I may have gotten Clark a pair of pajamas a little too recently <laughs> that were too. <laughs> it was part of the whole trending matching pajama thing and uh, they might have been a little too young. If I, if I was more confident in myself, I could rock no. them. But, you know. There. Pick up trucks when you're 25. It was a miss. Know. It was a miss. Tonka uh, trucks. I, don't know. I can't remember what it was. Either. Okay. You're awesome, babe. Thanks. Thanks. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Love you. Love you too. So here's another thing, and this will happen for you as well. As Clark is sharing his memory, of course, I have memories that are sparked for me. If you remember in a past episode, I've talked to you about how our brain stores, catalogs, right? Past experiences and they've compared your brain to an attic. So as Clark is talking, there are boxes, right? That are popping open in my brain. My brain is listening for shared um, experiences or triggers um, that I have sort of, you know, memories that are, that are connected to that particular thing that he said. Oh my goodness, I am not saying that very smoothly today. <laughs> but so when I, I am also the oldest of, um, the oldest in my family growing up, I'm the oldest of five children. And guess what? All the younger siblings had to come to my room before we went out into the living room. And I'm told now, of course I don't remember this. I'm told now that I made everybody brush their teeth and comb their hair and get dressed and the whole nine yards. But um, so as Clark was sharing those memories about Christmas morning, I am of course going, oh, that's so funny. You know, and, and all of a sudden there's that connection there. We're both the oldest of, of a family. And so we were the one that was to corral everyone together and probably not, right? Probably spare mom and dad being, you know, um, being woken up too early. So anyway, fun, fun, fun stuff. Okay, I've got Addie and her dad. Hello. Hello. Addie Grace Julian. What's a favorite Christmas memory that you have? My favorite memory is when we read the night night before Christmas and we do the cereal exchange. <gasps> I know, I love that. Because I get to read it, so. 
So what does that even mean? Night before Christmas cereal exchange. Of course, I know, but you tell us, Jeff. Well, it was a family tradition uh, on my father's side. So we'd get a big group of family members together and uh, they would do a white elephant, but we've kind of changed it. We do our favorite cereals. So you pick a favorite cereal and wrap it up like a... Like what cereal did you buy this year, Eddie? Because we just bought it and wrapped it. I bought... Oh, Lucky Charms? Yeah, you were back and forth. You're like, Fruit Loops, Lucky Charms, Fruit Loops. And then you went with the Lucky Charms, right? I think so. And it's wrapped, and it's under the tree. And then on Christmas Eve... We read, "'Twas the night before Christmas." And every time you hear the word, the, you have to pass the cereal. So everybody starts with a box of cereal or a white elephant gift, right? Mm -hmm. And then when I hear the word, the, I pass it to the person on my... Left. All right, whichever direction you go, right? <laughs> yeah. But it's remarkable how many times the word the is said in that story. What's, and what's your favorite part about that tradition, Dad, Jeff? Oh, just uh, once, once everyone gets their cereal, then as you open them, someone can steal. So there's a lot of stealing going on. Yeah. But uh, it's just a lot of fun on Christmas Eve. And you get a great story, a great Christmas And story. from a mom's perspective, there's a ton of cold cereal in the house. So <laughs> if somebody wants to eat something no or they're hungry, yeah. I'll be like, have a bowl of cold cereal. That's right. <laughs> yes, Addie. When Trey was here, yes, he always said, Addie, you have to ask before you eat the cereal because he was really picky about that. Oh, for sure. If you win, like if you come out of that game with a box of cereal you cherish, then you are very protective of it. Right? Uh -huh. My favorite part is you think the story is over, but what's the last two words, Jeff? The end. <gasps> so there's always one last pass. There's always one last pass that people don't anticipate. <laughs> so that's the Julian family cold cereal exchange set to the night before Christmas. Okay, there is one last person I want you to hear from. This is my son, Trey. He's currently serving as a missionary in Mexico. So I wrote him a week or so ago and said, is there any way you could record your voice for your mom? And, and he sent me quite a lengthy audio clip. So I was so grateful. So I shared the whole thing with my family and I'm just going to share a small part with you. Keep in mind that he is in an internet cafe. And so this will not be the highest quality audio uh, in the world, but I love his message and I think you will too. Then another thing that I've been appreciating, especially as as I'm in the mission, uh, appreciating a lot more than than I used to. Uh, but on Christmas Eve, we do we read from the Bible. We read about the the birth of of our Savior. I think that's something super super special. I love uh, just to be able to to remember the have those memories. It's super special to be able to sit with the family in front of the fire, in front of the Christmas tree, and just read about read about our Savior. So it's something I really didn't didn't um something i took for granted before the mission so i'm really thankful for that and um also another thing i just love about just everything about christmas really i know it's not really anything like uh super specific but i just love being with the fam i just think it's so special just to be with our fam and just to make um just remember the real reason for christmas so that's something i love and i'm super super thankful for my parents who who raised me um, with these traditions in our home, and I can't wait to, to be able to share these traditions with my family in the future. 
You know what? I know that holidays can be stressful and family relationships can be messy and children can be frustrating and moms being a mother can be exhausting. <laughs> but as we keep putting forth effort to make these holidays memorable, to practice rituals and honor traditions, we are writing a story. And I'm, I'm gonna tell you something that I really believe. Children don't remember the messy. They really hold on to the high points. And I think that's incredibly comforting. <laughs> it's, inc it's comforting for me now. I hope that it's comforting for maybe a younger mother who might be listening. But I want you to know that you're doing a good job. And even if you don't do the right thing every time and you forget some years to do that thing that you wanted to do, it's okay. Like take a deep breath, ready? Just realize all that you are doing and really, you know, what, what you have the potential to build in 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years, okay? I just appreciate you and I appreciate you listening week after week. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for your sweet messages and the reviews that you leave on iTunes. Have a fantastic rest of the holiday season. Come back next week. I will be here with another episode of Exactly Enough. Merry Christmas